Stalker, giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, ground stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Well, welcome to episode 262 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Bendak from eyesofthebeast.com and BendakWow on Twitter. All right, today is Monday, July 24th, 2017, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv, where you can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions and Probably going to be a, a short show today. We're not uh, not big on news. Delirium is out today. Roger's on a big raiding vacation. I'm sure he's just going to be sleeping for the next month or so after that uh, slog fest that was the race for world first in the tomb of Sargeras. And I don't know if uh, they had completed it where they were. I tried to go back and look at the notes oh. for episode 261. I don't know if they'd killed. I don't think they had killed it yet. Yeah, they were the eight project. of nine. They were eight, they were of, eight nine. of nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that so congratulations to Roger and Method and all the folks there for their world first uh, kill on Sargeras. Apparently one of the harder bosses that they faced in I don't know the history of the game. Perhaps I guess what do they have like over 600 pulls on that? I think it was 800, 600. Like yeah, it, was about, it was about 650. 650, something like that. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> Although I believe they said that was in part because it was very, it wasn't very well tuned in the beginning. Had a lot of bugs and a lot of things that they just could not overcome. Yeah, and that, and that I guess once the once that once they nerfed some of it, then they were able to kind of break through and 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 get him down. But still, what about a week ahead of anybody else? If I I read that correctly yeah, i think it was a little common. more than a week yeah exorcist just killed it recently and uh, apparently they had 950 attempts wow wow I, you know i don't know that i've had you know ever had 950 attempts on any any boss in this game i wonder if i've had like that many on all the bosses like i've done combined kills at least i don't i don't know <laughs> No, I think for me, the most I've ever done on a single boss is maybe like 120 before it was killed. Mm-hmm. I think that was like Mythic Operator Thogar and Blackrock Foundry, I think. The train boss. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that fight. That was kind of a, that was a fun fight. It was kind of, kind of hectic where you had fun. to pay attention to where those trains were coming from, you know, left, right, you know, track one, track two. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> That was one of the best fights in that whole place. Yeah, I really like that raid. That was even hard to solo uh, at uh, at one ten. Like I went back and did it on five or f- yeah, and and I died to it a couple times. Speaking of dying, did you guys hear about the demon hunter that did a uh, like was it a mythic seventeen solo? Yeah. Yeah. 17 um vault of the wardens and they also just did a 19 court of stars solo well a hunter's crazy. a hunter i guess yeah, yeah exactly right <laughs> still i haven't paid too much attention i don't know what um types of thing what types of content now um should most people be able to solo pretty easily like where where are we at with with that i wonder i mean are we going back to, is warlord stuff now pretty pretty easy 
to to get through on your own if you're if you're well geared you know if you've been doing at least like say heroic the heroic uh, raids and you know over 900 plus now i think your, if you're gear. i think if you're basically capable of staying out of the stuff on the floor that yeah pretty much yes and if you're that kind of person you've probably already got you know at least some nightwell stuff going on so yeah you should be able to do it as for soloing current content, I think Shoot just recently got Ursoc on normal mode. On normal? Oh. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. <laughs> it's, it's not exactly... That's a pretty recent boss. That is very... Yeah, well, it is a very recent boss. And I'm trying to think. I mean, it's... Well, there's no ads in that fight. But still, that one had a pretty tight uh, uh, DPS check. I mean, that was not... <laughs> that wasn't hard per se but there was it was enough going on and you kind of had to had to get him down pretty quick if i recall that fight so that's 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 good work on his part yeah he's he's always done a great job of, of soloing a lot of this content i always i always find it fun to see when he's able to do you know current expansion stuff and not just going back you know say one expansion which is impressive on its own right but when he's able to, to do stuff like that that's pretty wild <laughs> I wonder what he thinks about like the legendary uh, uh, scenario. I guess that was probably. I wonder how hard that was for him. Oh, it's probably easier for him. <laughs> I would think so. That he's just so used to doing this type of stuff that he probably didn't have too much of a challenge uh, knocking that out. I, I've, I, I, I need to go in and do that. I've yet to go um, attempt that. I was waiting till I was just gonna get a little bit better gear and just not struggle with it. So, but I'm at that point now where it shouldn't be too much of a problem with the, with some of the drops I've been able to get. Yeah. And if you're interested in shoots of Hunter soloing stuff, just go to huntersoloing.com and you can get all of his videos there. About where do you guys sit on AP these days? Um, I don't know. I kind of stopped caring about it. Well, I, you know, I figure you're at least got the power unbound. And after that, it's a couple million, oh, yeah. you know, like I watched Navarre's stream and he farms AP all day long because he's a mythic raider and his levels are just in the billions. It's, it's insane. So I figure, you know, that's a little much, but somewhere on the scale and it's such a big scale these days. Yeah. I think my next trade is like 6 billion or something like that. I <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. I'm behind, behind the curve there, although I have been tossing AP into my marksmanship uh, artifact just, just to get concordance on that. Just It just feels a little bit more rewarding at this point. You know, when you get that AP, that it yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like a, you know, 30 million AP, 100 million AP, you know, actually feels like it's worth something with that with that spec whereas with beast mastery it's just i i can like say i hardly even pay attention to it at this point it, it it doesn't matter for the for the content that i'm doing whatsoever well it's it's worth at least uh getting the colors of your uh wolf hawk out yes there is that and that, that's that's what i am trying to do that's sort of what i'm what i'm, I'm tossing it into to, to to do that are there any other achievements uh you guys are working on for your artifact mm. I don't know if there's any other achievements besides getting the three mounts. Well, I mean, just like the different shapes and, you know, colors oh. of the shapes and all that. Like there's the PVP one and there's the hidden one and, you know. 
if any of those are particularly on your list. Yeah, there's not much on my list in in particular. I've even transmogged out of the the artifact appearance, you know, every now and then. I don't necessarily uh, stick with 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 what the sort of the default or the, even the various appearances for the artifact is. I, I'll usually transmog into to one of the various other weapons that I've collected over the years. Yeah, there's a recolor of the challenge appearance for if you kill heroic, kill Jaden. So there's that. In the heroic challenge, which one is that? Uh, the challenge appearance, like from the artifact challenge. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, okay. Yeah, I don't know what I was, like thinking. A, I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking like the maybe one of those old uh, dungeon challenges back where I was thinking maybe oh, did they do something like they did with the? Do they have one for like Missa Pandaria or something? There were some cool oh, oh. artifacts or not artifacts, but weapons you could get from that. It's like oh, maybe they did a reskin there. That would be kind of neat. But I see what you're saying now. So no, I really haven't been chasing too much with with the. The artifact of just trying to get relics to drop is the more than anything else out of uh, the tomb of Sargeras just to just to beef up the power uh, of the yeah. weapon itself. I actually got a 930 relic this week. Doesn't have the an ideal trait, but it's still an up pretty big upgrade. Which one did, did you not... get? Uh, it was the iron relic off of uh, Avatar, so it's just like the aspect of the wild trait, but it was a significant eye level upgrade, so it was worth it. Relics are my slow, my lowest thing as well. I don't know. Everything else just seems so easy to get one way or another, but not the relics. Or maybe I'm just not lucky. Uh, do you uh, drop nether shards in? Because you st those start at 880. They have a chance to titan forge. Yeah, but that's if you're lucky. <laughs> that's but true. Yeah, I'm working on the on the gathering nether shards through the invasions, mm. but uh, just takes a little takes a little while. I don't know, a little invasioned out, so it's yeah. going to take a little while longer. But yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, you can get lucky. People do get lucky, so that's that's what I sort of do with my shards. I've been trying to trying to uh, see if I could get the belt to pop out of one of those. No luck there. But we had like one of the folks in our, our raid group last week. You know, get a legendary out of the the blingtrong box. So <laughs> it happens. I think you had that happen, but one. Yeah. I've been getting my legendaries out of the emissary bags because. From doing so many invasions, they just seem to, that's where they just seem to come from. That's usually where I get mine, although I've yet to get anything. I mean, it's weird. I, I don't know how many I've got. I don't have a ton. I've got like five now, I think. I just got the ring uh, last week. Which one? The uh, Huntmaster? Yeah, the newer one. Um, gosh, which one was it? Yeah, Soul of the Huntmaster. That yeah, one. that one. The one that gives you the extra, the free talent. That one. Mm, yeah, that one's really good for marksmanship and uh, Beastmaster, too, if you play the stomp build. So that's what I've been trying to do, because I, I just think the ring is kind of cool. But, you know, when I plug it into different places, it just it's still, you know, they, I still get recommended to uh, stick with the shoulders and the legs, and it bugs me. <laughs> uh, that's not surprising, yeah. Because actually, one, right now, one of my best legendaries that I wear for everything is Pride As. Which seems weird, but it's true. It's just the raw stats on 970 legendaries kind of changed up the whole game. It's like yeah, they they really do. Yeah, uh, but but I like the ring. I like the idea of getting that free talent, and you, you just put in. It, what does it give you? It gives you bestial fury, and then you can just spec into uh, whatever. Like Call of the Wild, I guess is is the other good option for beast mastery on that that tier. And it's just kind of nice having that <laughs> having both those. So. 
Yeah. But some of the sims and things suggest that I go stick with the shoulders and the legs. And I don't know if it's because I don't have good off pieces. That might be part of it, too. Uh, well, it depends on your set, set bonuses. Um, if you get to the point where you can use the tier 19 two-piece and the tier 24 piece, then the ring will probably be really good for you. Yeah. And I'm not at that point yet right now. I'm at like two and two, I believe, was was what's coming out a little bit okay for me. So yeah. I got two, two pieces of the heroic uh, new tier and then uh, just sticking with two pieces of the, of the old. Uh, what are you using these days to plug? Or what are you plugging your numbers into? I mean, are you going um, into SimCraft or are you actually... I, I haven't done on. much with the sim craft. Sometimes I go, I'll use like, I like ask Mr. Robot there, they're, you know, to, to for some recommendations. So I'll go there from time to time. I've wondered about the ask Mr. Robot numbers. I don't, I don't know if they're right. Is that. I, uh, I don't know. We haven't talked to them in a while. I mean, you know, they're always pretty good about claiming that their stuff's. <laughs> yeah. And which I don't blame them that, that they're, that they're kind of spot on. I don't know how much manual adjustment need, I should be doing to tweak some things perhaps with some of the stat weights and things like that. But I think they're usually pretty good. I know Delirium has helped them out in the past mm -hmm. to try and debug and some troubleshoot some stuff. So he's gotten his, you know, footprint on there uh, before too. So yeah, I think they're pretty good. Okay. Maybe I'll give it another try. I, I just, maybe I just disagree with some of the things and I'm, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I, mean, I don't like all their recommendations because, like, like for me, there's just other things. I just have other pieces of gear that I just like better <laughs> for, for for the way they function and the way they work. And it's just like, oh, really? Well, I uh, guess it's uh, there's a lot more trinkets with text on them nowadays, and uh, it's hard. Well, to... well, trinket, well, trinkets too, and I have a lot of them are are roughly the same eye level, so it's not even like I'm having a big disparity there. But it just, mm -hmm. um, I, I have the the engine uh, trinket, which does the orbs, which is. Kind of neat, uh, though. Sometimes it can be. Sometimes those orbs do pop at inopportune moments. During yeah, like I wouldn't use that trinket on. Uh, it's funny. I wouldn't use that trinket on the boss that drops it because every, every time <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I try that, the orbs would drop as soon as I have to run away to the other side of the room. It's the maiden of vigilance fight. Right, that's the one with the with, with the orbs it, it, yeah. itself that you have to where you get the light and the fell and that a little bit like, well, delirium calls it the guitar hero boss, the one that has that sort of Thaddeus, uh, reminiscent of the Thaddeus Thaddeus fight, right? But exactly, it's things like that where all of a sudden they'll they'll, they'll drop and you've got to go someplace else, move out of the way. I've tried it on like Kill Jaden and had to go stand in uh, an Armageddon pool <laughs> and have yeah, like, no, you have a bit of time to go back and get them but mm -hmm. um i have a really good week aura that i found on that uh that week aura site it gives you like a timer when the orbs are going to disappear and it tells you how many orbs you still have to collect um if you just go to that site it's called uh wag.io i think the website and just search for um engine of eradication I think it's the most popular one on there. Yeah, I'll go check that out. And what else do I have? I have like I think it's a normal version of the uh, the owl trinket, and then uh, the first one that I got was the one that you know as long as your your health is in like eighty percent, uh, you get that agility buff, and that's the one that uh, it seems to want me to use mostly. 
Right. That one goes. That one sims very well. But if you're in mm -hmm. fights where your health drops, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose yeah. out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't really like that trinket. So yeah, yeah as, for, as for as for another simulation option, um, what's really popular nowadays is uh, it's another web-based one. It's called Raidbots.com, and basically it runs simulation craft on the website for you, so you don't have to install it, set it up, mm -hmm. and you just import your character, and it's pretty simple, like Ask Mr. Robot. It lets you compare relics and all that stuff, talents, gives yeah, you stat weights. Yeah, that might give that a try because I need something that's a little bit better. I mean, the Ask the, the, Mr. Robot's nice because it's got the best in bags. I use the add-on so I can just, you know, it can kind of compare everything that i am got in my bank, in my bags that I'm wearing and so forth and kind of pick and choose what I, what I should do. And it, it's pretty good at it. And although a lot of the times it's, you know, it, it tells you what you kind of already know as well i mean it's some, some of it's it's common sense it's just really around some of the trinkets and things like that and even some some legendary pairings as well can make a difference but here's a question for you um uh unstable arcano crystal what uh i i've heard a lot of um controversy over it whether it's still valuable at 860 or even an 881 uh where 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 is the line that um, it, it depends on like your other trinkets and everything, but it's still, it's still valuable. Um, even at 860, like it's maybe slightly behind the best heroic tomb trinkets, but not very far. Okay. That's frustrating to hear because like I, I have an 880 and then my high level is pretty far down because of it. So, uh, that sounds like I'm never going to be able to get rid of it. Yeah, the 880 for sure is probably, I mean, it's going to be good. It's so reliable, too. It's just, you don't have to worry about procs or using the on-use at the precise time. It's just lots of stats. Seems like every expansion that happens, there's like some one trinket that just sort of stands out above the rest. And it usually, you know, you find it early on in the expansion and it just lasts the whole well, yeah, last through the whole thing from, it used from, to be from the, every patch. It used to be the inscription trinkets. Right, the Darkmoon trinkets used to always be really good going back to uh, Wrath of the Lich King, I believe. I mean, that, that the one that you got from there right at the beginning of the expansion just almost lasted into, maybe, I think it did. Uh, I don't know if it made it to Ice Crown Citadel, but it was pretty close. Was I pretty think close. they purposely uh, nerfed it at Ice Crown, if I remember correctly, because it was what, the, the best stat got a certain amount in your best stat? And uh, rock. Yeah. Wasn't the that one that you accidentally sold that one time something lament? Wasn't that? Yeah, that was death, Yeah, it? Deathbringer's will was well. Yeah. That was a really fun trinket, if nothing else. <laughs> that was a great trinket. Uh, DBW. Oh. You know, you know what? When they, when they, you know, at some point they're gonna do like a time walking raid for Wrath. And if it's mm -hmm. ICC, I want to get that trinket again. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I didn't. Did you do the time walking for? Uh, yeah, the most recent one they did. I didn't get a chance to to do that, but that sounded like it was. How how was it hard, or how how was it? Was it tuned pretty well, or? It was. It was simple. It was easy. It was a guild group, though. But mm -hmm. um, the only one that was somewhat tough was Illidan. Yeah, we went through and we um, 
my rating group, and we more or less kind of one or two shot everything except for Illidan, and I think one other that, I don't know, we were just kind of fooling around with, I guess. But yeah, it was good. It was a good time. A lot of trash, but, you know, that's Black Temple. That's the one thing I like about the Tomb of Sargeras is the trash. Well, the trash can be a pain, what is there, but there's not, like, tons and, and tons of it. It's nice that way. Yeah. All right, well, let's see. We do have a little bit of news. Uh, one of the things I, oh, I wanted to mention, because uh, although Foxy's rating this evening, she wanted us to mention the uh, 2017 fourth annual WHU Hunter Meetup that's going to happen at BlizzCon. And we'll put a link, uh, I guess we can put a link in the chat room, we'll put a link in the show notes too. So they do have the, the GoFundMe uh, site up there where you can where you can contribute and, and help support the cause. And trying to see the details on this, if she's got the time or any details on the meetup, I don't believe they've solidified that. It's certainly not not on the on the GoFundMe site, but uh, but yeah, be sure and check that out. Like I said, I'll put put a link in, into the show notes uh, that you guys can can see on the, the main site, YouTube site, and everywhere else. So, And then check out the, the WHU Facebook page, and, and you can get the information uh, there as well. But they are planning to do a, you know, the fourth annual WHU Hunter Meetup this year at BlizzCon, which should be fun. And then also we have in here something about the Mythic Dungeon Invitational. And this was right, right on the hills. Remember we talked about uh, last show, how they stopped doing like those those bringing in the guilds like the methods and so forth to do the the raid <laughs> yeah uh, at blizzcon and now they just sort of announced this mythic dungeon uh invitational i am really looking forward to that because i love the raids it's not quite the same but i figure it'll be close enough i'm very excited yeah, yeah it looks pretty yeah. neat i mean um we were talking about uh on a different thing we were talking about good games done fast or done quick mm -hmm. and uh it speed running seems to be a thing to do nowadays and this really right. uh scratches that itch it's stuff that you could do if you really tried or at least you feel like you could do but um you know the coordination to get to what is it uh top 32 from the world that sounds insane and but it, but it's stuff that you can do. Like mm -hmm. it's not you know rating. You need a group of twenty five and some of the coordination there involved and and the logistics behind that is un, unobtainable unobtainable. But um, like you know three hundred pulls. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but this you know this stuff you could do theoretically. Uh, and just that extra feeling of um, you know I've done this before. Now watch right. somebody who can really do it. Uh see how good they or you know oh yeah i i do this the same way or oh that's a really cool way that they're um a little shortcut that they're, they're doing and it honestly could help your own mythic plus runs they kind of mm. did it once before with the helia uh mm -hmm. before the before legion started i think didn't they where they had the two teams running side by side um and then yeah, you could kind of yeah. see how how they were doing against each other i love that yeah, like, I don't have neat. enough, like, esports to watch at BlizzCon already. It's, uh, it's, what, what I think is neat is that it's, like, 
like you said, it's like accessible. Like you don't need yes. a huge team or anything. You just need a few friends who are really into doing mythic dungeons. Like the entire competition is all done online. So you don't have to travel anywhere. There's no requirements or anything like that. So I don't know. I think that's pretty neat. There's like this unknown people can just join in here if they're really good. And uh, I mean, a hundred thousand dollar price pool. There's going to be a lot of people entering that. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure there'll be, be tons and tons of, of people. And like you said, it's just kind of open to all, almost anyone, I guess. So, uh, you know, just looking at some of the details here, and, you know, they said they're, we're looking for the best players in the world, but first you need to show us you have the right stuff to compete. So teams aspiring to battle on the global stage must first push themselves to a gauntlet of mythic keystone dungeons, taking on increasingly difficult myth, mythic keystones and earning the best scores on the proving grounds. And then they said... Top scoring contenders will be invited to join as one of 32 outstanding teams from around the world competing for a share of the $100,000 prize pool and ultimately claiming bragging rights to the number one spot. Once chosen, eight teams from the Americas, eight teams from Europe, eight teams eight from China, and eight from Asia Pacific will be tapped to face the challenge, proving they have what it takes to go all the way to the finals. And so I guess they're going to do the proving grounds from July 25th through August 8th where the team says the teams aiming to secure an invitation to the top 32 will be challenged to push their way through mythic keystone dungeons to achieve their best scores. At the end of the two weeks, they'll need to submit their top scores using, uh, I guess they have an electronic form to do that. And uh, I guess they'll have to man, uh, excuse me, master multiple dungeons and they're gonna be judging performance across the five dungeons, which teams achieve the highest keystone level during those two weeks. So it sounds pretty cool. And then they're going to take it down, right? And then in September, they're going to invite these contenders to compete in the Mythic Keystone Dungeon Invitational for their share of the prize pool. And each region's contenders will be part of a single-day broadcast in which they will face a series of elimination rounds until just two are left standing to represent their region on a global stage. And so what do they say? The rules of engagement, keystone levels, and affixes will be determined by Blizzard. The first match of each series will take place in a dungeon predetermined by Blizzard. And once the final eight regional teams have been determined, they'll move on to the single elimination bracket where they'll go head to head. And of course, this will all be broadcast. But I think this will be fun. Like I said, World of Warcraft PvE has not really been part of esports whatsoever. And I think this is a lot of, this is something where some, I'll probably watch this, right? And this is something that I'll absolutely be able to relate to and understand what's going on because we'll have experienced some of that. And I think a lot of people who play World of Warcraft will maybe feel the same way. And it's nice to see that they're including World of Warcraft more into their esports rotation now. I wonder if this does well, if they're going to do the same thing with Diablo, because it's a lot like Diablo, the way they do the, the uh, I don't know the name of it, but just same kind of thing really is running these mythics, mythic dungeons. Yeah, but watching one person or four people do it on a PV scale where things are randomly generated is a little less exciting because randomness does actually take away from timed runs, uh, this stuff. Yeah, you know, there's randomness and crits and stuff, but that's that's controllable randomness, not like uh, <laughs> some of the high-leveled um, mm -hmm. uh, ombo affixes where you literally cheese it because you can't... Um, right. You literally cannot defeat some of the some of the affixes on Diablo bosses. So, uh, I don't know. It's this seems much more relatable and and fun to watch. Frankly, I I, I really think that you know uh, th there were a few moments recently in uh with the new Mythic Plus uh, scaling that I had to actually drop my uh, my Frost Trap 
the or they called frost trap the one where you were the cc i don't even know what it's freezing. called freezing okay i'm freezing sorry. trap yeah <laughs> um yeah i had, actually had well, to drop my freezing trap a couple times uh in some of these dungeons and and it's it was during these mythic plus runs um it, it's in, it'll be interesting to see if people do that or if they uh just try to push through using gear you know or or cooldowns or you know just to watch mm -hmm. what they do Vendak, uh i know you've done a pretty a few high level uh mythic pluses do you do you push farther than the requisite uh 10 or do you 15 you mean or fi is it 15 now i yeah we we can't get no, that not, high so no i don't really push past that i just get the 15 sometimes we'll do like a 14 and and two chested so we have to do 16 but nothing really beyond that how what's the highest you think you'd be able to get on time i don't know it depends on the dungeon and the fixes i mean uh, yeah. geez i don't know i don't know i'd, I'd say realistically you could maybe the group i usually run with maybe we could if it was favorable fixes we could maybe do like a 18 or 19 or 20 maybe mm -hmm. yeah so it sounds like it's going to be challenging and do you think there'll be we'll be seeing certain compositions or is i wonder what kind of group makeup we'll see or is it is is there just too many different dungeons and things going on to really make uh, a single composition that's just gonna you know have a clear edge over over others i mean i could definitely see hunters uh being included in a lot of these only because uh have you have an extra off tank in this in the case of skittish skittish um or the the misdirect poles too the misdirect really does help on of those AOE pulls. Yeah, I don't really pay much attention to the the meta when it comes to all the best compositions and stuff, but they did say for when you submit your five best runs, it has to be with the same five characters for all five runs. And then you have to stick with the same players, but I think you might be able to change your class once you get to the actual round of 32. But they, it's going to be on a tournament realm, so you have like preset eye level and all that. Yeah, I wonder how that works. I've never really seen um, how those tournament realms work. I mean, are they going to... So does that mean you're going to have to sort of go with, like, the default UI? Are you going to be able to set up your own... Use add-ons at all, or...? or, or... Uh, I think add-ons will be fine, because it's all done remotely online. Mm -hmm. So it's just... Um, the tournament realms themselves are just... They're like a regular realm, just with... Right. Uh, with no people. Bl <laughs> yeah, Blizzard can control the, the fixes without affecting the affixes of a live realm. Sure. And also have like a vendor there that sells like all the gear you'd possibly want or something like that. Yeah, and I mean, there's what, like a dozen dungeons here. So I don't know if there's a way to, you know, come up with sort of one perfect composition that, that you know, would be perfect for, for all 12. I don't know. Be curious to see what, what people do, but I think it'll be fun. I mean, and like I said, you know, I guess in order to make it interesting, you know, it should be fast paced too. I mean, I guess that's the idea. Um, this isn't going to be some long drawn out thing. You know, people are going to be pushing to get through this as fast as they can. So it should be somewhat fast paced, uh, be a lot of energy to it. So that should make it entertaining to watch, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's just uh, coming up this week, they're um, doing some huge nerfs to Cathedral and Karazhan. And I'm pretty sure it's because of this dungeon tournament. 
because they don't want two of the dungeons to just or three of the dungeons just just be ridiculously more hard than the rest. I mean, they're still pretty pretty rough. I don't know if you've done um uh, either either era either era oh, or I path. yeah I know they're rough, but have you seen the nerfs they're coming tomorrow? Those are tomorrow. Those, I thought those yeah. were last. Or are you talking about the ones that are actually not listed? No, they're they're listed, but they don't go live until tomorrow on Tuesday. Oh, I thought these were hot fixes. No, I think it said it. They go live with the resets. Oh, okay. See, I I thought they were, they were in effect. No, that's my bad. Yeah, well, we can go through some of these. Yeah, with the, so the dungeons and raids that was with Cathedral of Eternal Night, like Shadow Swipe damage uh, dealt reduced by fifty percent. Uh, <laughs> Throw Arcane Tome, throw Silence Tome, and throw Frost Tome damage decreased by 50% in mythical Mythic Difficulty. Um, There's just a bunch of all these. Like, look, at, yeah. look at some of these bosses. 90% reduced damage on all these abilities. Yeah, Morose, Garot, initial damage reduced by 90% in Mythic Difficulty. <laughs> wow. Um, same with Mephistoroth. Uh, uh, Dark Solitude initial damage reduced by 90% in Mythic difficulty yeah i think i heard on maiden um you know how sacred ground you have to stand in it to uh to break the stun mm -hmm. um before this nerf i think uh on 18 you get one shot the sacred ground right so that's yeah. been reduced by 40 percent <laughs> so yeah maybe you can actually do the mechanic <laughs> but yeah it's blizzard going hey please uh please play these <laughs> But you're probably right because yeah. that tournament, what starts this week, starts on the 25th. So that mm -hmm. lines up exactly for when that when that would be be starting. Yeah. And it's funny because they've already nerfed these dungeons several times, and they have mm -hmm. to keep doing it. But I think these nerfs will probably um, fix it. I would think once and for all. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you get one of these keys, you just don't like. Okay, what else, what other keys do people have? <laughs> yeah and let's see so there was one other other piece of news here for the tier 21 set bonus changes uh for beast mastery the hunter 4 piece has changed to kill command reducing the cooldown of aspect of the wild All right so we talked about this last week and how mm -hmm. horrible the old one was um it was so i don't even remember it was so bad i don't even remember what it was but it was really bad I'd have to look. I, all I remember was it was something to do with kill command. Um, oh, it was uh, wild call procs reduced the cooldown of kill command by one second. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's, we don't have to talk about that one anymore because it's gone. But mm -hmm. this new one is kind of just like uh, convergence of fates as a set bonus almost. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, convergence of the fates, that's the, that was the trinket from Nighthold that... Uh, I, I don't know which abilities triggered it, but I mean, it, you know, certain abilities. All the all abilities did. It was all for, everything, yeah. So it would reduce yeah. the cooldown of aspect of the law. So you're right. So they just took that trinket proc and now putting it into your gear with kill command only. <laughs> yeah, and they, they didn't say how many seconds it reduces yet, but I would assume it's just like two or three or something like that. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Um, but I imagine if you combine this set bonus with Convergence of Fates with Call of the Wild Bracers, your uptime and aspect of the wild, it's going to be insane. I wonder if they'll do something about that. 
or if they just or just they figure no one's gonna maybe it won't be ideal to do that other than or it might be fun to do that but maybe that won't be a uh, a reasonable build i don't know i don't know aspects of the wild is um if you can use it with like with every mm -hmm. beast of wrath like it's really powerful yeah especially for aoe i could see that being a nice combination for dungeons And it's still, like every pretty much every pack you would have it up. Well, it's still early, so maybe they'll 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 change it. But at least it's better than than better than it was before. Uh, they're yeah. actually starting to put real set bonuses in there now. And then no 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 sense of when this would actually when they're getting ready to go live with seven point three. But the seven point two was it was out there for a few months, so I suspect this will be too. And then was there a change to marksmanship here, or is it just a, a tooltip change? Mm, not really. They just swapped the two-piece and four-piece. Oh. Yeah, and do that. Sometimes they'll do that before. Yeah. <laughs> especially if the two-piece looks really good. Uh, sometimes they'll, they'll do that, if it, especially if it, if it looks better than the four-piece, because you always kind of want the four-piece to be better, or at least seem feel better than the, than the two-piece, since you have to work a little bit harder to get it. Yeah. So other than that, I don't know any other news going around. Uh, at some point, I think it'd be good to do like a sort of a Legion review and just sort of sort of maybe walk through all the changes that have happened and you know kind of give our thoughts on whether it's been good or bad for hunters. But I haven't had time to put something like that together. But other than that, we're just sort of you know continuing to progress through uh, Tomb of Sargeras. We're, we're finally at least our guild's finally solidly doing. Uh, the heroic bosses now, and that's going so far so good. A little bit easier than I, than I suspected it would. So we're working on Sisters of the Moon. I think we'll probably get over that hump this week and move on to some of the other bosses from there. I guess it's worth mentioning. Um, right now, it's kind of going around, like around hunters. That um, aspects of the beast is like becoming like a viable talent for at least if you play the stomp build um surprisingly it's just one of those talents like it was kind of crappy at the start of the expansion so you kind of just always ignored it but then you like take a look at it and it's like well wait a minute it's actually doing a lot of damage and all the cobra shots you get to cast <laughs> in, in lieu of all those kill commands um when you're Titan Strike is really high level. Mm -hmm. It's actually good damage. So is this based on your just the overall item level at this point that's driving this? What's which which driving um, this change um, that's making Aspect of the Beast uh, a good option? I think it's it's more of the eye level of your weapon. Um, just because it's Cobra Shot's the only ability that really scales off of your weapon damage. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's a, it's not necessarily better than Killer Cobra. It's just like, uh, an option if you want, like, especially if, if it's a fight that has like cleave components, because when you're multi-shotting, you don't, um, you can't use Killer Cobra, but with Aspect of the Beast, you just have to use mm -hmm. your, Kill command every six seconds, and you get the benefit of it. 
So, I mean, yeah, it's worth trying, I think. Um, I won't get too used to it, though, because of that new set bonus we just talked about for the next tier, because right. that, you're going to want to cast those extra kill commands with sure. Killer Cobra, so... Which makes sense. Is there a sort of a threshold, um, certain item level that, that makes this worth looking at? Um, I'd say uh, anything above 930 on your Titan Strike, it's probably going to be up there with Killer Cobra. Mm -hmm. uh, this is just for the Stomp build, too. So if you're using Dire Frenzy, it's not really, uh, not really a good idea. See, this is what I like about Beast Mastery is that there's, yeah, I think they've done a good job with giving us, and whether I don't know how intentional it was, but with um, it's just sort of worked out where there's options to do different things uh, with your talents based off your legendaries and so forth. I don't know that the that marksmanship quite has that same sort of flexibility built into it. Yeah, another thing for this build too is the. Legendary boots are really nice for it. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones when you cast Dire Beast, it reduces the kill command cooldown right. by three seconds. So, yeah, and I've got those boots, but again, like I said, I just I keep being told to wear the legs <laughs> and the shoulders. I keep trying to get the belt, so hopefully I'll be hopefully I'll get that to drop, and that'll probably settle a lot of lot of issues. Although I have a nice belt, I have a nine twenty five. Uh, so be, I'd hate to have to give that up. It's not surprising to me that your legs are being one of your best legendaries, mm -hmm. just because you don't have the three set bonuses yet. Once you get the three set bonuses, um, you kind of look at like pride as uh, the belts, mm -hmm. anything that's not in a tier slot. Right. All the rings, they're all good. Even Seth is as good. Yeah, well, hopefully I'll start getting some of the tier gear. So like we said, we use EPGP, and we reset it for Tumas Argaris, and for whatever reason, I haven't had good luck. So or I've gotten a few pieces here or there. I just seem to be at the bottom, perpetually at the bottom right now, whereas the Nighthold, I was perpetually on the top, which was nice. It was weird. He was like, oh, get a piece, and I wouldn't really drop all that low. And now I just seem to be stuck on the bottom, so waiting for everybody else to get there their pieces and then I can start getting mine but I think we have a lot of shared tokens uh, in our group which doesn't help like a couple shaman a monk two hunters <laughs> yeah. warrior so all of us are so in some ways it's good because there's a good you know we see a decent number of protector drops but still there's a lot of people competing for that so, well, if we don't have anything else to talk about, we can maybe just wrap this one up a little short and have more of like a 45-minute show than an hour show this week, and then we'll just re come back. Hopefully, Delirium will be back from, I think he's on vacation or something, and, and hear about what he's up to and come up and see what other news and things. So I guess we'll be curious to see. Well, I guess maybe that tournament will have happened. It'll be interesting to have watched that and just, if nothing else, see how well Hunters were represented in the, in that mythic uh in the Mythic Tournament. Love to see them have a good showing. Well, I was listening to a podcast this morning, and they were talking about hunters. And the topic got around to um, our hunter hall in comparison with 
some of the other ones, like um, like some of them are very lore heavy or have like a very strong story that propels Legion forward and stuff like the priests and the paladins and death knights. And ours is just kind of, um, well, you guys know what it is. Mm-hmm. And so they were thinking things like, well, the other people have got like these legendary groups that have existed uh, in the game for years and years and years. And we've got a group that literally you've never heard of. And like, so they were just sort of like, well, what if, what if it had been like him Nessing where he was our, was our leader or, or some other, not Sylvanas because she's taken, but um, some other famous hunter and, you know, Nemet, Hemet was the one that they uh, came to mind, but, um, and just kind of like maybe built some more Hemet lore so that he wasn't just such a such a such a nut kind of but uh i don't know i don't know if you guys ever think about anything like that i thought it was interesting though i don't i haven't thought about too much of that i don't know i just pop into the hunter hall and uh, every time i go to the hall i just all i really think about is why is there no mailbox here that's honestly (laughs) (laughs) why do i have to go to dalaran too because we are mail. all engineers, that's why. There was a time when we all were. Yeah, I dropped this. So, are you still an engineer? I may, I may pick it back up. I picked up herbalism and alchemy this time around, but now we're using cauldrons every week, so I really don't need to make my own flasks and stuff like that. So, maybe I'll switch into uh, back to engineering because it's fun. I miss it. I think there's a new engineering item coming in 7.3. It's like something you attach to your boots and it like reduces your fall damage or something like that. So that'll be cool. Yeah, we don't need that. We have the wolf hawks. We do have the wolf hawks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what disengage is for. That too. And we have disengage too. Yes. I love my disengage. <clears throat> Although sometimes it screws me up, it's fresh, especially in the kill Jaden fight. Well, I'll be, I'll just get turned around just enough, going for like a big Armageddon or something, and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll miss it. I'll go off in the odd, odd direction and uh, <clears throat> be a little bit slow to get to where I need to be, which is annoying because with the three minute cooldown on Turtle, I usually only have to cover one, one big one. So it's not, you know, it's like it's like I literally have one job. <laughs> I screw it up so half the time. It was a poorly timed disengage. And and usually the one I have to cover too is the one where Armageddon drops and then the ball comes like, like a second after. And I don't know if it's just this, you know, maybe as our group gets better, we'll avoid that particular, you know, we'll reduce the number of Armageddons and things that we have to deal with. But this particular one seems to be the most problematic where Armageddon will hit and then that ball will drop like a second or two afterwards. So you'll be running to where you need to go and then boom, you get knocked back. Not necessarily off the platform, but you just get knocked back and then you're in, in trouble. Yeah, I've done, I've done it a few times where I messed up, but I managed to disengage back on after I was going to get launched off. So that's always handy to have. I think they nerfed the track humanoids too. Oh, really? 
I thought someone mentioned that last week. I didn't quite notice it, but I, I don't have to check again this week that it, to see if that was nerfed on the on the Kill Jaden fight so that you could no longer find uh, Illidan with that. Well, last time I did it, it was on Thursday, and it worked. Oh, did it? Okay, so maybe maybe it was mistaken. Maybe he counts as a demon these days, not a human. <laughs> I know there have been times where it's worked, but I've sort of like the the NPC is what I end up seeing. You know, the one that's sort of standing outside by the bridge is what sometimes shows up on my on my mini map. I've had that happen before. <laughs> and I'll go running towards it like, oh, that's not him. Oh yeah, I just I zoom in my map before the fight mm -hmm. starts just so it covers the encounter area. Oh. So I've done that before too, where I when it's zoomed out and I kind of just I lose track of scale and I just ran right off the platform. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. I'll, I'll often remember that to, to zoom in with the, with the mini map there and uh, that ought to do it. So I'll check it out this week because I'm sure we'll, we'll go after him, at least in normal. If not, yeah, I don't think we'll get to him in heroic, but we're making progress. But that's a handy little thing to have. I like, I like where we hunters get to do something cool like that. All right, well. I don't know. I think that's it. I think why don't we call this one a show? We're almost up to an hour. And I'll just say that you have been listening to episode 262 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader. And these links are all available in our show notes. And if you have a question or topic for the show and you'd like us to read it on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at huntingpartypod. All right, and stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. Dark lady, watch over you. Cool. Say, say something. Something. Yeah, you should have an outro at this point. We should <laughs> all just have an outro at this point. <laughs> a life stealer. That's just the cost of being an awesome sauce. I'm a dues payer, a boss slayer. I rock out with my life.
Sulfuric and Bacteria Dance, Apuron, Lucifer, and Sulfuric. 